Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris Ruffalo, Brian Bittler, Big Al McMorty, and Al Ninos. It is Saturday, August the 6th. 2022 man august is moving august is moving um we've got nfl football on thursday friday saturday right so next saturday we'll be talking nfl football in here thursday um yeah preseason game one for a lot of teams we're just talking about youtube and stuff like that behind the scenes why i hate some of the other channels which all of them, right? All them. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I'm never like, wow, I really think some of the other guys out there are doing a great job. <laughs> I never say that to them. I give zero credit. It's okay. Ruflo, what's happening? Just when giant kumbaya in the green room before we come on the air, but uh, now you know it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's what I it's what I show up every morning for. But now today's a great day, base lots of baseball action, uh, ready for college football to get back underway. And like you said, the NFL preseason only a few days away, so you're starting to, to get that feeling that uh, that, ex- that little excited bug. And uh, happy to have football back. All right, Brian. So you're at you had a homework assignment. You were going to talk to your friend who was on Breaking Amish or whatever it was called. Um, what's the deal with the buttons and the elastic and the chickens? Um, what's the deal? I wasn't able to see. You don't want to hear it, but I wasn't able to get a hold of her because she's been working third shift. Because she's not allowed to use the phone because she's called back <laughs> to the other side. <laughs> she's, she's totally Americanized now. You know, she has a cell phone and all that other stuff. But, uh, stuff. <laughs> she I don't, I don't wasn't allowed to use electricity to I, charge her phones. I, I texted her and I didn't hear back. So maybe she's either ghosting me or, um, or she was just... <laughs> All right, so, so where we left off, though, is that you're not allowed to have buttons or zippers. There's, buttons are frowned upon. Zippers are, are not admissible. Elastic is okay. And the chickens, um, they can't drive cars, neither can the people. The chickens can be shunned by the Amish and by the chicken population as well. So we need to get these straightened out. Um, driving the buggy. The Amish chicken. Interesting. Never heard the uh, the Weird Al song, uh, Mitch. No. Oh yeah, living in Amish paradise. Isn't it gangster paradise? It's Amish. Yeah. <laughs> he breaks it down pretty well. He does. What they're allowed and not allowed to do. Really, we'll have to we'll have to review it, take notes. We won't be allowed to play the song on the air, but uh, we could probably review it, play, take notes, and uh, break it down for our audience because we know a lot of people cared. <laughs> I don't know. The Amish chicken is the one that really just confuses me. What is the difference between the Amish chicken? This is what I need to know. I have no clue. So the chicken can't, can the chicken be transported by car? The Amish chicken? I assume so. Well, doesn't that break the Amish? Shunned. Shunned. And the, the chicken would get shunned, probably. 
But the Amish people actually do ride in cars, but they have like, like that girl that I, I talked to, she drives them around like a taxi cab. You know, she oh, so they're not, ex- they're not allowed to push the pedal. They can't drive, but they can get into a car. Oh, oh, that's, that's a game changer. Well, you know what they need? <laughs> you know what we should do? We should do like a raffle or a, um, a, um, uh, what do you call it? GoFundMe for a Amish tour bus. They got the right idea. I don't like to drive either. I wish I had a driver drive. So Amish tour bus. Big Al, what's happening? Not much. Not much. <laughs> Just you know, same old story, different day. Just working. It's like, how in the hell did I get on a show where they're talking about an Amish chicken tour well, I, bus? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Well, because I, I, I got new patio furniture. So I'm getting new patio furniture. I had to order it, right? And I ordered it from the Amish. And the Amish, they, they're, what they're doing is they're taking milk cartons and recycling the milk cartons, the plastic milk cartons, and they're turning it into that, um, you know, have you seen like the latest patio furniture? It's all like kind of like like, deck, like decking and docks where it's kind of like this plastic sort of material that they're making the chairs and they're all different colors and, you know, wood tones and pretty much everything. It looks like, I mean, it looks like natural wood, the wood ones and the colors are, you know, fun and exciting. And then, so the Amish make these. So I ordered some of this Amish furniture and then I just, you know, you know, we digressed from there. We just had nothing else to talk about. We had like a 10 game schedule, you know, a bunch of big odds games. So just the whole thing went to crap. The show actually got a lot worse than that, but that was pretty much the highlight of the show. It was really a bad one. (laughs) It was almost not as, it was, I think our change of letter show was good. The, um, but that one was bad. We did words where you can change one letter to totally mean, um, totally change the meaning, kind of the, the Jeopardy category. So our word was slot. <laughs> yeah, got ugly in a hurry. Wasn't just blot or... Uh, no, I get I get I know what word. <laughs> no. Yeah, it wasn't just those. It wasn't uh, slob. There's a bunch of them we had. <laughs> Do you play Wordle? No, I don't know. What is Wordle? Uh, wait, we can talk after the show. It's, I'm surprised you don't know it. It's, um, it's just a game. You know, the New York Times bought it about a year ago or whatever, and you have to solve the puzzle in six guesses. It's five-letter words. I actually can do the New York Times crossword puzzle on a lot of days. Not, I wouldn't say – I used to be able to do it on most days, but I, I think – but now I could probably do it on a lot of days, usually earlier in the weekdays. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. You should you should do Wordle. Then one that's even a little bit more interesting is Quartal, where you've got four puzzles to solve in nine guesses. You know, Wordle's very easy. You know, I'm gonna do get it. it yeah. Probably, probably have an app. It's it's basically like I don't know, did you ever did you ever watch Lingo like that show on the Game Show Network? No, but I played Chuck Wolf. I played Slingo on AOL back in the day. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that game a lot. <laughs> Lingo requires the full the re, requires the full thirty seconds allotted <laughs> to play Slingo. I was like always one of those people. It's like hurry up! They're all like hurry up! I'm like Slingo requires the full thirty seconds allotted. <laughs> Al Ninos, what's happening? 
Um, going pretty good here. I'm excited about today's card. I think there's uh, lots of great games, man. Lots of a lot of action. It was uh, definitely a few uh, plays I could have added as a premium that I'm gonna can't look forward to sharing with everyone uh, watching the show. So, awesome. excited. My dog yeah. is uh, getting recovering. Sam is back in. He's not back a hundred percent, but he's certainly back um, better than he's been. Jovan, how's it going? Uh, everything's everything's um, going over here. You know, they just passed the sports betting bill on Monday. Um, you know, so they're going to take time to, you know, um, figure out who's going to do what. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I read that. They have, what, nine sports books they'll have in Massachusetts, they said. Hey, I don't know the particulars, but it'll be enough to, you know, start um, putting this, putting in these um, legitimate bets now, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, you know, what you start to see in a lot of states, you know, in the sports betting is, you know, the, all the surrounding states have it. So there's nothing right. they can do. It's either, you know, get your giving away all those tax dollars that are crossing. Right. I think the tax rates on it and like when they when they talk about tax rates and uh, sports betting, it's not tax rates on the user of sports betting. The tax rates are on the operators of sports betting yeah. is, the, is the way that that but, works. You know, in, in this particular state, you know, they passed it in, I think, 2016 for, for the state, at least. I, I'm, something like that. I'm not, you know, but it, it was one of the first states to actually vote on it and pass it. But, you know, a lot of jockeying for, for control and which bill was going to get passed and whether um, uh, college sports were going to be bet on or not. You know, just all of that stuff. It just it took a while. But, hey, we're here now. So, yeah, I um, I went to college in Boston and uh, I used to spend a lot of time at the dog track there. At uh, yeah. Wonderland. The Wonderland. Yeah, the Wonderland, yeah. And also... No. I was not. I would also go out to Rainham. Oh, okay. I double dip. You know, you know. They don't. They don't do um, most. I think dog racing is illegal almost everywhere now. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they um got that out the way slowly but surely. But yeah. Anyways, we got tons of games going on today, and. Uh, a lot of meaningful series this weekend. So, you know, some good baseball. So it's, we have some big odds out there in some of these, and we have some not-so-big odds out there and some playable stuff. And let's get right into it. Got the Mets taking on the Braves. Game one of a doubleheader. David Peterson has got a paying gig. He's up against Jake Odorizzi, who somehow had trade value, um, which is pretty amazing. Um, Drew Smiley on the mound for the Cubs. This guy is... Uh, there's anything that's going to help the Marlins bats, it could be him. The thing is, is that Pablo Lopez, last time he was out, was tipping his pitches against the Mets. He got absolutely clubbed. It was the worst outing of his career. Has he fixed that? So the Marlins pitchers throughout time, they're really good pitchers, have had games like Lopez had last time out where he got absolutely clubbed. And um, usually it's because they're tipping their pitches. Remember Alcantara had that in L.A., I think it was last year. Um, he got hit by the Dodgers for about eight runs in the first inning. And um, so what happened that last game against the Mets is Francisco Lindor, after he came around um, and scored, 
he went around to the guy in the on deck circle and said something. And he went also into the dugout and was talking to everybody. And normally when that happens, that means he saw something. And Lopez had the worst outing of his career. He got absolutely crushed. So it's just a matter of, did he fix this? Did he figure out what it was? Did he fix it and all that stuff? Because we know Lopez is a really good pitcher. Anyway, speaking of great pitchers, I mean, Berea on the mound for the Angels. Not Berea. It will be Berea. Up against Jorge Kirby. George Kirby. Jorge, as Chris likes to call him. In game one. What are you saying, Al? No, not no I was seeing uh, mixed uh, mixed reports on that starter for the uh, for the Mariners, but yeah, it does look like like it is uh, Kirby. I was seeing Flexen somewhere, but Flexen's in Game Two. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, somewhere had it messed up. All right, Ruflo, what do you think? You got uh, <laughs> three. Actually, it's a kind of a nice schedule today. This is kind of like you know, this to me is is as good a scheduling as you get. You got the staggered starts. You know, it's kind of like NCAA tournament that yeah. first Saturday where they kind of stagger yeah. the starts, right? Nice. Yeah. What do you have? Like yeah. the first four games yeah. and then a loaded evening. The, yeah. There's the first game and then the second game, they kind of ease into it and then kind of like, right? And then at, by the time you get to night, then you have several games going at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely decide I think it should be on a Saturday, not those days where you have maybe one or two in the afternoon and then a front loaded evening schedule or vice versa but uh i am gonna go with the miami marlins here i think i'm, I'm gonna assume that pablo lopez fixed whatever he had to and uh even if he didn't you know I, for me the cubs aren't the kind of team that are gonna take advantage days at least not enough to make up for the shortcomings of whatever drew smiley's gonna put out here i think it's just a good a good bounce back spot for the marlins and I'm just not up to laying any sort of juice with the Chicago Cubs. So give me the Miami Marlins in this one. Uh, these are professional hitters. <laughs> Believe me, it's, uh, it, they all can play. If you can make the major league uh, roster, you you can you can hit a baseball. Uh, Brian, what do you think of these? Well, out of this grouping, I, I agree with Chris. I think for me, the best play in this grouping is the, um, Miami Marlins here on the money line. Pablo Lopez did have a bad start, but I think uh, he gets uh, he doesn't tip his pitches in this one. And Smiley, uh, I think if the Marlins bats are going to wake up, I think they can get to him. And this number is pretty light. You're almost laying no juice with Lopez. I'll take the Marlins. I mean, Lopez recorded eight outs in that game, 12 hits, six runs, all earned on 71 pitches. One strikeout. Whew. Very un Lopez like performance. Al, big Al. Gotta turn on my microphone. I mean, how do I pass up the Mets in this situation? You know, in a near pick 'em game, uh, you take a look at David Peterson's daytime nighttime splits 1.69 ERA in the daytime, 4.60 at night. He's done well as a starter this season compared to, you know, out of the pen, you know, four and two as a starter with a 3.43 ERA. Mets, of course, have been virtually automatic this season off a straight up loss, 28 and 10. They're red hot, nine and two, their last 11. Got, got a nice pitching uh, matchup here. Uh, I'm going to take Peterson. I'm going to take the Mets. Al Ninos. Yeah, probably would have uh, preferred going up against uh, Flexen, but uh, I think we're still getting plenty of value here on the Angels. Yeah, Berea, not the greatest starter, but again, plenty of value, I think, on the Angels. So uh, 
I'll take a shot on the Angels on the money line here. It's been a while since Berea's got the start. Jovan, what's up? Yeah, I'm on um, Braves. Mets over. I just think it's going to be a lot of runs in this one. One's blowing out to uh, left center. Um, both of these lineups, they're hitting the, you know, they're hitting the ball. Yeah, as you can see, the first two of these games um, went over. So I believe that it's going to uh, continue to go that, that way. So over it is. Ruffalo, you think that City Field or Petco Park better concessions? I mean, we talked about what the, the multitude of options you have at Petco Park. I gotta, I gotta see what City Fields rock. Two different, years. two different sushi bars at Petco. <laughs> uh, hold, hold me back. <laughs> the original, uh, I think City Field was the first to have a steak and shake, or not steak and shake. Uh, what do you call it? Shake Shack? Shake Shack. First to have a Shake Shack. I don't know. Probably pretty good. Either I tell, I'll tell you what. It'd probably, probably be a tough month that either, tough to leave either stadium. I think it'd be it'd take me a full month to get through those concessions. Should I do my batting helmet tour round two? Could do it. My ice cream helmet. And the the uh, update tour. The update tour. I do need some updates. Where do we have old ones? Okay, never mind. City Field already wins first restaurant. I saw the pizza cupcake. Oh yeah, that's from they Shark win. Tank. So, <laughs> yeah, I I definitely need to update some of my uh, ice cream helmets. Um, we could do the ice cream helmet baseball tour. That would be fun. Maybe next summer we should do that. Take two months and just hit all the stadium snack bars. <laughs> probably wouldn't take us that long either. We could probably do it in a month. Just meet somewhere, rent a car. And just I think go like down. like a like a slow month, like August or something. You know, football stadiums don't quite have the concessions that the uh, baseball stadiums have. You know, they don't. They're like they just seem to be way overpriced. The concessions, you know, at the football stadiums, the baseball stadiums are way overpriced, but still less than football. Austin Voth's got a day job with the Orioles. Um, 5.05 Eastern time start. The Orioles, 11 runners left in scoring position last night against the Pirates. Um, on Mullins uh, bobblehead night up against JT Brubaker. We got Ranger Suarez up against Patrick Corbin and uh, Garrett Hill against Shea McClanahan, who after Romanelli went to the mat for him last weekend, he got absolutely bludgeoned. Um, in that start, uh, we'll see what happens again today. I, I'm going to guess it's going to be more of the same. Pretty much the curse of the all-star starter. Chris, what do you think of these three? Yeah, my favorite out of these three has to be that over nine between the uh, the Phillies and Nationals. You know, Ranger Suarez, 4.84 ERA at home this season. Almost double his, uh, his, his road ERA and obviously a, a big difference, a 6-1 and one road record. And, uh, one and four home record, so he's struggling at Citizens Bank. But Patrick Corbin has been one of our favorite pitchers to bash this season, or especially mine, particularly. And I think this is just a game that's going to have a ton of runs. We saw a bunch of homers from the Phillies last night. Wouldn't surprise me if we saw him again here. I'm going to go with the over nine Phillies Nationals. Ryan, 
Yeah, I really like this slot of games, but if I had to pick just one, it'd probably be uh, the Pirates plus one and a half. Orioles got the W yesterday. I believe they get the W today, but Brubaker before the last his last start had eight uh, strong starts in a row. I think this is a one-run game either way you slice it, so I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Kramer was off the chain last night. <laughs> I mean, that was the best performance of his career, easily. Big out. Was that two to one or one nothing? One nothing. One nothing. He mowed him down. Kramer was off. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's funny. As I was looking at these games, um, I was thinking about uh, Ron's comments, you know, in the conversation last weekend, you know, Shane McClanahan. So, I mean, how do I pass up Shane McClanahan off his worst start of the season? <laughs> well, he, you know, four and a third innings. You lay the reverse runs. run line? I don't know. No, I mean, look. I think he bounces back. I mean, he's still been awesome this year. 2.07 ERA on the road, 1.62. So was was Taiwan Walker the first half. Oh, man. That was... but but look but look look at who he's matched up against. You've got Garrett Hill, you know, sixteen runs over his last twenty innings, a seven point two zero ERA. Um Tigers lost each of those last four games. You know, after they won his first start, he pitched fine. He's been, you know, horrible his last four starts. So I'll take McClanahan to bounce back against Detroit. Al Ninos. Uh, a couple I like in this lot. Um I had the Pirates yesterday. Uh, yeah, it sucked. They couldn't get anything going. But uh, I still think they got plenty of value. Of course, Baltimore's a great team, whatever. They're having a great season. Uh, Four games over but, 500 ahead of the Red Sox in the uh, wild card race here. Just a game and a half out. Re- relatively speaking, uh, having a great season by, uh, by Orioles standards, I guess. Uh, but 20, of 20, got- 20 and 7 in their last 27. I mean, they're not here. That's that's 75%. But again, I just don't want to... It's not quite the 84% that we had on yesterday's show. (laughs) I started... I I backed them in a couple of spots, but I just think they're laying a bit too much juice right now, and uh, and I think the value is against them because as well as they've played, I still think they're a team that can be beat. So uh, I'll take a shot here with the Pirates and... uh, Honorable mention to the Phillies on the run line here. I think they win big tonight. Yeah, I think they win so big that I'm going to take it two and a half, minus two and a half in this one. You know, Patrick Corbin, that's one of my favorite pastimes, um, fading him. So it's always a good thing um, going into it, at least. You know, he has a thought 13.5 OERA in his last three overall, so six plus ERA. So, you know, going up against the Phillies ball club that um in their last 10 games, uh, hitting 276 against lefties. So I'm going to run with that. I'm going to take the Tigers here up, down, and sideways. I like them first five innings. I like them reverse run line. I like team total over. I like everything about them. Um, I just, the Tigers... Five games under 500 at home. The Rays, four games under 500 on the road. I don't know. Well, anyways, Chris, what are you selling today? Yeah, I got my uh, $15 pickoff play. We hit a bit of a speed bump yesterday. We're going to bounce back today and get right back on track. I also got my Saturday Slam uh, MLB three-pack. The $15 pickoff play not included in that three-pack, so four plays for me in total today at Pick Dogs Premium. Remember, use that code AUG15, all lowercase, all one word, 15% off your purchase at Pick Dogs. Brian? 
cash my best bet with the titanium but overall one and two as the rockies choked one away late to the diamondbacks but uh i got my best bet my titanium make sure you check it out over at pick dogs or get my three pack my square dance and saturday three pack just fifty dollars big al Oh, I've got one play today. It's my American League game of the month for August. We cashed uh, yesterday with the Milwaukee Brewers, now 19-7, and seven, our last 26. And if uh, folks enjoyed my interleague game of the year last weekend, then they'll you know love this play. Another strong play. It goes in the American League on Saturday. Al Ninos. Got a three-pack, and then I got my best bet sold separately, and uh, of course, I got a couple extra plays for one of the long-term passes. Joanne? Yeah, I also have a three-pack, and also um, have those three plays sold separately, led by the Laser Show. So, you know, go ahead and check it out. I got my... Big play, but I'm going to add some more. I got tons of other picks today. I really like today's card, so I'm going to hammer it. Anyways, let's get back to some more free picks. We've got the... Appreciate everyone who's tuned in. If you guys can smash that like button, appreciate it. We got almost 350 people. Got NFL shows coming up, and it's like I love seeing those quad digits of people watching. It's always cool, right? And I always, I always get like, always, people are always like, oh, you guys look like you're sleeping. It's like, well, smash the like button and tell your friends. It's like when we get those thousands going for the NFL shows. I'm thinking about for the NFL shows, and it's kind of up to the guys. We'll probably talk about it um, and figure out, maybe go back to the other format, give everybody a chance, you know, to, to kind of have their own thing for NFL. Because generally during NFL, we have more people that are on the show and also especially the college show. I mean, there's just a lot of games, you know, so going through it like this would, it would take more than two hours, especially with all the time that we waste. Someone talks too much. Got the guardians and the Astros guardians, two games behind the Twinkies um, tied now with the white Sox in the standings in the central. Got the Rangers against those same White Sox we were just talking about. Just two games behind the Twins um, in the Central up against the Texas Rangers who basically abandoned ship this season just like the Giants did. And they're up against the A's, Adam Aller. Um, Giants lose with with Radon and Webb up against um, the A's the next two days. Man, it's just... It's pretty much waving the white flag. There's seven back in the wild card, but the issue they have is that they got a lot of traffic in front of them too. Chris. Yeah, the one I liked out of these three, I'm going to go with the under between the white Sox and, and uh, Rangers. You're seeing Michael Kopech. You look at his last four starts. He's allowed no more than two runs in each of those. And while Dane Dunning hasn't been anything special for the Texas Rangers this season, he has been better at home. And I think, you know, just in a, in a pitcher's ballpark, like globe life, I think this is going to just be a low-scoring game. I expect the ball to, to stay in the yard for the most part. And uh, this game means a lot to the Chicago White Sox as well, so I expect them to put their best foot forward here as well. But uh, I think my stronger play in that one is the under eight. I think it's a three-to-two game. Brian? This is an, an enticing slot here. I think if I had to go with just one game, it'd probably be the Cleveland Guardians at home, uh, 27-22 and 22 on the year. And like, like Mitch talked about the White Sox, 
right there in the race. I just think uh, they're going to get a game in this series. It'll be against Garcia, who's uh, hittable for the Guardians. They've been beaten down in the first two, so certainly haven't wasted any runs in, in uh, games that uh, they had no chance in, that's for sure. Big Al, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go against my good friend Brian here. I just, I, I can't back Cleveland in this spot. They're horrible as a home underdog, 1944, <clears throat> minus 19.6 net games. Luis Garcia, when installed as a road favorite, 13 and 6. Cal Quantrill as an underdog, he's been horrible in his career, 9, nine and 25. He actually does well when he's favored, 19 and 11 plus 5.2 net games. But as an underdog, he's down 14.4 on the money line. Uh, I'm going to take Houston as a road favorite. Guardians 0 and 9 as home dogs against the West. Well, there you throw go. a little pile, a little, little more onto that uh, massive data working against Brian Bittler. But that's that's Bittler's comfy zone. Anyways, uh, Al Ninos, what do you like here? Uh, I'll go with the White Sox. Uh, haven't been playing their best, but they got the job done last night, and uh, I think they got a nice advantage here on the mound with Kopech. So I'll take the White Sox on the money line. All right, Rangers 6-0 and on the run line dogs versus the AL Central, so might be a tight one. Jovan? Yeah, it was a tight one yesterday, and it burnt me, but... um. I'm on the White Sox again, but this time just on the money line. You know, now's the time for them to, you know, get get it in gear because they want to make the postseason. You know, there's really no other time. They can't they can't just keep on waiting and alternating wins and losses. They they've won three out of the last four, but they need to put together a, a decent on winning streak. So I, I'm just running on that. So I'll take the White Sox. Yeah, I like. I like the Astros as well. I think you run line them here. I think they absolutely smashed the Guardians. Um, the Astros have one thing that they've done all season long is put the hammer down in series like this. 31 and 26 on the run line on the road. Um, 70 and 38. Tough to believe that they have, you know, their half game behind the Yankees for best overall record in baseball. That's how well they've been playing. Yankees 70 and 37 and the Astros 70 and 38. So it's one game in the loss column, even though it's a half game in, uh, you know, the overall standings. And we know the Astros have just beaten the crap out of the Yankees this season. So they're probably just licking their chops, just waiting for their chance to pounce on them. And I just don't see the guardians being the team and Cal Quantrill, you know, being the guy to uh, step in front of the, uh, and step in front of the runaway train there. I just think it's a lousy spot for the Guardians. I think the Guardians are a good team, but I don't I don't like them here. Only 24 and 25 on the run line at home. Got the Mets against the Braves, game two. Mad Max against Mad Max here. Scherzer and Freed. This is a showcase game. This is where a manager really does matter. You know, in games like this, and Buck Showalter, certainly not the guy I would pick to be in my corner, but that's the cards they're dealt. You got uh, the Kansas City Royals and the Boston Red Sox, the, the home of the over. So the over was invented in the Red Sox Royal Series. And then you have the Twins and the Blue Jays. Yeah, you know, the Blue Jays uh, lost last night, but I think they're like, 37-0 and 0 coming off a loss against the Twins in Minnesota or something ridiculous like that. 
Ruffalo, what do you got to say? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this is another spot where you just comfortably back that Red Sox Royals over. Nathan Eovaldi, I think he had a decent start in his last appearance, but one start's not going to, you know, change the fact that I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, especially Daniel Lynch on the other side. I think this game easily gets into double digits. I think it's a 6-5 to five kind of game at the very least. I think we get into 11-12, maybe even 13 runs here, so give me the over. Twins six and zero to the Nerfy at home, Brian. Yeah, this is a, another good grouping here. I, I like um, the Braves and Mets to go under seven runs. I also like the Braves in Game Two on the money line. You got two fantastic pitchers, and I see this being a two to one, three to two type of score. I think the Mets win Game One, but I think uh, the Braves get them back here. Freed stronger as the season goes on. Scherzer are always tough, so it should be a nice pitcher stool today. Take the under, and then secondary, uh, the Braves. Big out. I'm going to take the over in game two of the uh, Mets and Braves. Um, neither pitcher has done especially well in their careers versus their respective opponent. Uh, I mean, obviously they're great pitchers, but both of their career ERAs versus their opponent are in the three. So that's, um, I think it's going to be a higher scoring game than most people expect. And also the Mets have been an over team this season, and especially at night, 39 and 25 over the total at night. So I'm going to look for a surprisingly high scoring game in game two. El Ninos. Yeah, uh, feel a lot more comfortable back in the over in that uh, Red Sox Royals game. I think uh, I think that one goes. Uh, it's gonna be way higher scoring with uh, two starters rather than that uh, pitchers duel in the uh, Mets Braves game. Hate to disagree with uh, with, with uh, Big Al, but uh, not that I have a play on that total. But uh, I just prefer this one here in the uh, Red Sox Royals game. Jovan. Yeah, I was going to give out the over in the um, Red Sox-KC game, but I'll reverse course and, um, and give a first five um, with the Braves and Mets under. Um, you know, just these two pitchers, they uh, had a battle. Um, it was a four-to-one um, uh, contest, I believe it was last month. Um, and I think, you know, these, these two, you know, go head-to-head and, pitch a gym at least through the first five uh, can't really speak for the bullpens but I think that you know you'll have a lower scoring game through the first five so I'll take the under I'm going to pound the fate of Dylan Bundy today I think this is the money train just stick out your stick out your suitcase and just stuff it with cash because uh, Minnesota Twins are the worst team following a win, and that's how you blow. That's how you can't put teams away in the worst division in baseball. Is that you can't string wins together. If you look at teams like the Houston Astros and the Yankees and everyone else that's leading a division out there, the Mets, you know, and really everybody, um, they've been able to string wins together, but <clears throat> the Twins have struggled to do that. Just six games over five hundred, as. Um, Division leaders, four and six in their last 10 games and um, their last five as dogs following a win, they got run-lined. So um, I think they get run rung up here. And Dylan Bundy, just the guy to, to get rung. I think, the, I think the Jays got double digits in this thing on them. Are you making fun of my guy Bundy? 
because oh no, no it's not Bundy. This is just a pure fate of the Twins. I, I'm not as big. A, I'm, if you want to talk about starting pitchers, Al Ninos is your guy. I'm not a starting pitcher guy. I think starting pitchers go five innings, and you know it's like that's it. You know, Bundy's good at home, man. We also sit, and that's a lot of confidence for Mitch White. I don't know. Blue Jays are bad on the road, to me. I don't know. Twenty-five and twenty-six on the road, and probably um, for that roster, of that though. of that twenty-five and twenty-six. My guess is of that twenty-five, that probably. 16 of them are probably in their last 20 on the road. They went into Boston um, pretty recently on the road and put up 25 runs in one game. I think they scored 67 runs in three-game series or something ridiculous like that. So not as bad on the road recently as they have in the past. The Blue Jays have that odd advantage this season, you know, in the home games. But in the road, it's, um, you know, they don't have – it's like – they should, have, they should have players that aren't – the other teams should get to pick two players that don't get to play from the Blue Jays against them in, in the in the Blue Jays go on the road, right? Make it fair, but not the way it works in Major League Baseball. It'll be interesting to see what happens if the Blue Jays make the postseason, um, what those rules will be. Can you imagine, like, being in the – say it's the Blue Jays-Cardinals in the World Series, and, uh, you know, I mean, which is a possibility, you know? And Goldschmidt and Arenado can't play in the games in in Toronto. What would what would happen? I mean, that's a big problem. It would be a big problem for baseball. For it'd be a big problem for America. I'll say this: since since the Jays fired Charlie Montoya, I'm looking at right now, thirteen and five. They've outscored teams 113 to 56 on the road, right? Since July 13th. Yeah. No, just in general. Just in general. In general. Since since they fired since they fired Charlie Montoya. All right. Well, I try not to disagree with you, Mitch. But. It's okay. You can disagree. It's believe me. There's there's two sides to every game. Except for, you know, except when we're not including props, first five, totals. I'll just take a pass. You didn't take a pass today on a Saturday. I could have taken a pass. It's a good card for a pass. You got two double headers, right? Seventeen games today. Seventeen game Major League Baseball card. Mm-hmm. I'll take a pass. <laughs> still, I still want to be in the. I want to be the world champion. Brewers and the Reds, Cardinals and the Yankees. Diamondbacks and the Rockies. I'll tell you, the Diamondbacks are playing respectable baseball right now. And um, the Cardinals are dirty. The Cardinals looking like the Cardinals last year. Turning it on late in the season. Unbeatable at home. And all these, you know, it's like, man. See if Jordan Montgomery uh, can even win for him. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, the replay I like the best here. I'm going to go with the over eight between the other uh, Reds and Brewers. Uh, Nick Lodolo does have a, a 10.29 ERA on the road this season. It's only seven innings, but it's all we have really to go off of with him coming into this start in the Milwaukee Brewers, you know, coming off a big win last night. I think they can get to Lodolo here, but I also think the Cincinnati Reds are going to get to Aaron Ashby here. I, I think eight's just a far too low total. I think we get to nine, ten runs at the very least in this one, so give me the over eight. Uh, Reds and Brewers. Cardinals and Brewers tied for first place in the National League Central. 
um, at this point, and both of them tied with the Philadelphia Phillies for the third spot in the wild card race in the National League. So a lot going on right now. Right. Uh, yesterday, I liked the Brewers a lot, but today I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Reds, uh, uh, plus one and a half here. Nick Lodolo, two pretty strong starts in a row where he's got went six innings, and Ashby's been okay at times, but this Brewers team just doesn't put a lot of back-to-back wins together lately. I, I think the Reds keep it close. Big out. Well, uh, I got the sun in my eyes here. Uh, you know, as they say, if it ain't broke, uh, don't, you know, fix it or whatever. You know, I went against Cincinnati the other day. I took the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm going to keep going against Cincinnati. Their offense just isn't scoring runs. Um, and, you know, I think now 5-21 and 21 if their offense has scored three runs or less in three straight games or more. So I'm going to take Milwaukee, yeah. 18-31 on the road, but 25-24 and 24 on the run line is where Brian picked them. El Ninos. Yeah, uh, this should be a pretty fun game to watch. Uh, Which one? And, uh, Which one is I'm this? I'm about to get there, Mitch. Oh. Don't want to give it away just yet. Oh, just uh, got me hanging on the edge. Got me hanging on the edge of my seat. This is like when someone else had three major announcements they were going to make. I didn't sleep for for a week. <laughs> I bet I know which game is going to. You know what? Oh, I thought you were going to say. I bet I know what the three major announcements are. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm thinking Yankees Cardinals. Shit, no one, no one to throw a throw Brian a curveball. But yeah, no, he was right. I was going to look at that game. Although I, I almost went with that Rockies game. Uh, there's a couple different ways you could bet that one, but uh, but I'll back to this interesting game though. Uh, yeah. I think uh, I think you know you can't really go wrong taking a shot with the Yankees here with even money. I mean, they opened the small favorites now. Uh, now they're even money. Or you know, might have found a little plus money on them. And begging yes, you to take the Yankees. Yes, they are. Uh, uh, you know, Diego Herman, not the guy you want to be backing uh, every day. But uh, you know, Montgomery hasn't been great himself, and I think that. Uh, He'll be facing a lineup well that he should be familiar with, but he's never had to face in the game. So I think they uh, they'll get to him too. So uh, I think uh, the Yankees have a, definitely a shot to win this game at even money. So I'll take the Yankees here. Jovan. Yeah, and I'll take the over in that game. Domingo Herman, you know, six point three nine ERA. It's only a away game this year. Eight point two two ERA. And Jordan Montgomery. Uh, they got the book on them. The Yanks got the book on them, so I think that they smash them. So I think um, you know both teams should um, both teams should be at four runs in the mid in the middle innings, as far as I'm concerned, and that's over. So I'll I'll run with that. Cardinals six in a row at home, Bush Stadium. I don't know. I think the Yankees. It's the way they started the season. You know, regression just. Is natural. I think it's. It, I think now it's going to be interesting to see if the Astros put together a 110 win season here. I think it's very, very possible the way they're rolling. I don't think we've seen the best of them yet, which is crazy. I think that you know, sometimes when these teams they do all these trades and everything, it's kind of like, man, it's, it messes up the chemistry of the team and you know in the locker room. Yankees might have done that. Might have, might have messed it up. Anyways, 
got two games left on the board, and that's the Dodgers and the Padres, who really look like they've messed up the chemistry in the locker room. But they got Tatis coming back to further uh, mess with the chemistry. Mike Clevenger against Andrew Heaney, who's just found another gear here with a new pitch. And then uh, the game that Al Ninos has been waiting for, Chris Flexen makes makes it to the mound here for the late start against Reed Detmers and the Angels. Chris? Yeah, game two of the doubleheader. I got to go with the Seattle Mariners here. I think at worst you, you get a split, but I, I personally think the, uh, the Mariners are going to sweep this doubleheader. I just like what Chris Flexen's done. He's turned the season around after a really rough start to the year. And Reed Detmers is just a pitcher that the Angels really haven't been able to back for very much. They just have one win with uh, with Detmers on the mound going back to the middle of May. So I think this is just another spot where the, the, the Mariners could uh, get a, a win in a winnable spot. So, uh, which, which in the AL West, I don't know how many there are going to be with the Astros leading the charge. So give me the, uh, the Mariners in game two. Brian, so you're looking for a sweep. I am. For for me in this spot, uh, it should have been a premium, but I didn't have the balls to play it. Uh, I like the San Diego Padres here to bounce back. This team has put together to hang with the Dodgers, and they got their butts kicked yesterday. Andrew, they've gotten their butts kicked. About- they've gotten their butts kicked on back to back nights. Like he goes slaughtered. four innings. Well, they had to sort 14 to fourteen to three. He needs throwing 23 innings, so he's you know he can't he's not the next Sandy Koufax just yet. Mike Clevenger off what three rock solid six seven inning performances. This guy's always this guy's under the radar top level talent. I think Clevenger gets it done for the Padres and they get the W here. Maybe it's wishful thinking because I hate the Dodgers. Big out. I don't like either of these two games, but. Maybe rather than passing, I can go back to a previous game, and I'm going to take the uh, Cardinals and go against the Yankees. Yankees 0-7, their last seven on the road versus winning teams. So, um, you know, it could be trouble in paradise for the Yankees. Aaron Judge for MVP. Al Ninos. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, go against uh, Chris Flexen here. I think uh, uh, there's values again on the Angels here, and uh, not only that, but... um, but, um, sorry, shoot, I had it right here. But uh, Reed Detmer, sorry, he's been pitching well lately, and uh, I think he does okay against these Mariners, so take another shot on the Angels. Javon? Padres, Dodgers, under. Um, you know, both of these pitchers have posted on low ERAs, especially in the last three games, on one-plus ERAs. And, you know, you go to the bullpens, and it's this, more the same. Um Dodgers got to have a one plus ERA, and um, the Padres, I believe, is like a 2.8 ERA in the last 10. So, you know, I'm going to run with the under. I think it's the lowest scoring game. I like uh, Seattle to go for the sweep over the Angels. It's possible Berea makes a relief appearance in this game after starting the other game. <laughs> Double Berea. <laughs> Anyways, I'm waiting for Otani to make an, an appearance in relief too. That'd be interesting. It could happen. Parlay time or props. I'll do. I'll do a, a combo of those two. I'll take. A, I'll do a three-player home run parlay. Uh, I'm using the best parlay tool at Sports Chat Place because I got Paul Goldschmidt 
to hit a home run, Ian Happ to hit a home run, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to hit a home run. What's the pay? Let me pull it up. Someone else wants to go in the meantime. I'll, I'll pull up the. Uh, go ahead, Brian. Together. For me, I got a sweet dog parlay here the San Diego Padres money line, Texas Rangers money line, Cleveland Guardians money line. Big out. Oh, don't really like much um, of the games we discussed other than maybe the Mets in game one. So no parlay for me, just the Mets in game one. How about you, uh, El Ninos? I'll go Phillies. Maybe Phillies minus one, but I don't mind the money on the parlay. Uh, I'll go White Sox, and I will go the over in the Red Sox Royals game. Jovan? Braves Mets over game one. Red Sox Royals over. Uh, Yankees Cardinals over. Padres Dodgers under. Four teamer. I'm gonna go Giants A's. Giants A's under. Padres Dodgers under. Marlins Cubs under. Yankees Cardinals under. Ten bucks pays $164.83. This is Mitch for Chris Bryan, Big Al, Al Ninos, and Javon. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Next weekend, next Saturday at this time, we'll be talking. NFL um, in the mix preseason, maybe a little recap of, of some of the games that took place, some of the injuries, trades falling out of favor. Some lot lot to talk about in the NFL. I, I see a lot of big cuts on the way. 